From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We are balling out with Mini Hoops Mania presented by Bud Light. This Wednesday is the big championship at the Draft House in North Palm Beach from 6 to 8. Join me, Theo Dorsey, and the rest of the ESPN West Palm crew for some Bud Light. And, of course, we've got the prizes. The grand prize winner is going home with a Bud Light Fan Cave prize pack, which includes a projector, a Bud Light LED sign. Who doesn't want one of those? And a Mini Hoops game set. You must be 21-plus to enter. For official rules, visit ESPNWestPalmContest.com. Brought to you by Southern Eagle, who reminds you to drink responsibly. I can't wait to see what kind of broken jump shots we'll have there. Again, Wednesday, Draft House, 6 to 8. We'll be kicking it. Dean, um, we're going to – I think that also is like a a thing where we'll have a lot of teammates there. We'll we'll have the friends there, family there, kicking it, having some fun, getting some drinks up, shooting some hoops. Uh, and maybe you can find you a words with friends partner. I, I, I'm gonna go out there for that purpose. I'm gonna go with sign. Like you have the QR code on your back, yeah, and you yeah, like scan yeah. this to yeah. download the app. Um, Courtney, marketing director Courtney said that you should try uh, trivia crack. What is that? I was. She texted you apparently, so you might want to check. Oh, okay. Text. Let me check that. He's so locked into the show, he didn't check. Yeah, I didn't. It's I'm, life or death. Yeah, <laughs> it's life. Dean's putting his life on the line here. Oh, not anymore, Stone. Not, not with us. Not with us. We're That's friends. right. I was playing Wordle for a while, too. Yeah. Wordle. You play, you like play Wordle? That one. My girlfriend plays Wordle very yeah. avidly. So I still have never downloaded it, and I still don't understand it. We don't have it. to download I'm it. I'm with you. Just, you just you it, go right to the website. You can so go right how to does it, okay, so how does Wordle work? I'm, I'm interested. Could you explain it? It is super complicated. It is kind of complicated. Like You have to try to guess what the word is letter by letter. Okay. Um, okay. You so, only have a certain amount of guesses. Yeah, so you get, all you I get see, six guesses. I'm one of those outsiders. The only thing I know of Wordle is the little images people post on Twitter. Yeah, it's a five-letter word, and okay. it changes every day, and you get six six tries. Yeah. Now, if so you go uh, letter by letter, and if you get one of the letters that's in the word, it'll come up yellow. If okay. you get one of the letters that's in the word in its right place, it'll come up as green. Wow. And then you have six guesses to try that to That seems impossible. Is it fun? It's a, it's a lot of fun. I get it. I was getting it. I average about uh, every three guesses that you would get I, right, which is three good. or four, three or four. I, I normally get it in three or four because that's, that's how many times the green bar stacks up. When they yeah. Play. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Conceptually, it would be like Wheel of Fortune. Like you're throwing a letter out there that you think you know makes the word, and eventually, once you think you got the letter, you guess it and score it. There's a there's an NBA one that I've seen popping up on Twitter called Purtle. Mm. After Yoka Purtle. Um, of the Spurs, right? I think he's with the Spurs now. I think he's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the Raptors yeah, to the Spurs. Is. So because this is a guy with a, you know, his name is rhymes with Wordle. It's Purtle. It's not spelled like that, but it's pronounced Purtle. Yeah. And I thought I might, if I do jump into it, I might try that one, but I still haven't given it a go because it seems addicting and I don't want to get addicted to anything right now. That's my thing. But but you play Say with no friends though, man. That's how you that's how you get some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you see, but this is but this is why I play these games because I as I was saying before, most people don't understand like work and hard work. Because no, that, no, get it. No, I'm not saying you guys. No, no, hard work. no. I'm just saying like. Whoa. So I like to I like to work, man. Like I'll go I go to the hotel room. I study, play words with friends. I study and I do my work. <laughs> while other people are like, "Hey, let's go out and have a few drinks." Yeah. And like to me, I'm like that takes away from my work. So like that's why I don't really associate with a lot of people because I don't want to be out there. Oh, let's do dinner. Let's go have drinks. Let's go do this and that. Yeah, and work. I'm trying to work. But what if you're with 
three people that you're going to be working with on Saturday and you guys are just enjoying beers but talking about, you know, previewing the fights and what his, he looked like and what his body language was, what he heard from his coach when he was talking to him on Wednesday. Now, I have done that before. Yeah. Well, Laura Sanko. <laughs> <laughs> that was more incentivized. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a little, it was a little easier yeah, yeah. to get that done to go, you know, have, have lunch with Laura Sanko. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's more, yeah, that's, that's cooler than like going out and having lunch with me and Stone. And yeah. You're like, a all right, cooler. I'm going to go play words against the computer. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> Corny mentioned trivia crack. Trivia crack. You don't know what that is? I don't know what that is. So, it is basically, you, you, there are categories. There's history, science, sports, and art. And you spin a wheel, and it lands on one of those categories, and then you get a question. And if you get three questions back-to-back-to-back, you get that sports or history, whatever that category is, that trophy. Whoever gets the most trophies first wins. It's dope. Oh, I would, it's do, I would definitely play that. All it's right. fun. It, it gives you it's multiple choice, four, question, four answers, right? Yep. They actually added I played it something like that on the air, on an the airplane. They have get, really? a game like Probably that on was airplane. trivia crack. It might trivia be. Trivia crack is everywhere. It, they also have a Netflix show out. Me and my girlfriend have been doing it where you can, like, almost play – Trivia Crack together. I forget what it's called, but it's like no, presented it's by Trivia called Crack. Trivia Crack. Or it's called Trivia, Trivia Quest. Yes. And it's presented by Trivia Crack. Mm-hmm. But we're giving them too much free promo. Whatever. Look, what we really need is somebody to to, to download words with friends and and give Dean Thomas finally a and friend. Give me a friend, so a friend to play with. Yeah, because I, I, I think it's sad. No, but I like I like playing with the computer too because it's, it's easy. easy. Yeah, it's yeah, easy. Yeah. And they and they and they respond like right away. Cause it, when I first started playing like a year ago. You know, you'd play with somebody, and the next thing you know, it would it would kind of fall off. They yeah, take up no a couple of days. Like yeah. it would be a couple of days before they respond. So just playing with the computer, man, it, it's like immediate. They they respond immediately. So it's like back. It's like playing checkers with somebody. That's a good point. How about you up the difficulty though? Yeah, why? Would, I, if why I start losing, if why I start would you losing? not up the difficulty? Because though? I like I like to win. Yeah, but you realize you're like beating like a twelve year old. <laughs> yeah, like okay, well, it's a computer. Yeah, but it's a twelve-year-old. It's, it's a computer with the skill level of a twelve-year-old. Yeah, like, I know. I should probably. I should probably you do should, it. You should bump up the difficulty. It gets worse, fellas. It gets worse. Uh oh no. Because I have. Because I have that VR machine too. Oh the the. the yeah, reality. I got the I got an Oculus, and I have the um boxing game on there. You put that on easy too. I put that on. Oh, easy. No, so, no, so, so just to get some wins, I'll be knocking fools out. Dean. It went from life or death before seven <laughs> nine. I'm telling. So I'm beating this eight year old ass. I put it on the easy setting. Oh I'll be God. knocking these bums out, man. Just to get some wins. Yeah, Dean Thomas. <laughs> For those that don't I'm t- know, I'm different now, man. I'm different. I'm not the same guy I used to you're be. You're soft. I'm soft now. What? How do you? But but disclaimer: run up on me in the street. <laughs> Don't try him. Yeah, don't try me in don't the street. Don't run up on me in the street. Don't run up on me in the street. Yeah. But when in terms of like games, I gotta put it on the easy setting. <laughs> <laughs> He's over here playing 2K on rookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude. What but don't it? hey, but don't but disclaimer, don't run up on me in the street. I got it you. Gets, so it gets real. I already know because I, yeah. I've already heard your mindset back when you were getting paid to do it. Yeah. I hate to know when it's like it's just lives on the line. <laughs> yeah, I don't want when, any when it's that. real. That's yeah. A, yeah. Because at least in the UFC, you got. Did yeah. you used to get money when you lost some of those fights? Oh yeah, you you get money either, either way. way yeah, right? You get money either way. Yeah. So in the, in the streets, it's just you and that guy. Yeah. No money on the line. Well, no, it's money on the line because if I knock you out, I'm stealing your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I'm taking that's, your money. That's uh, insult to injury. Yeah. Uh, that's insult to injury there. Um. So I do want to shift focus now that we spent 20 minutes on on uh, iPhone games and giving all that free pub the trivia crack. I do want to shift focus to a team that refuses to take the easy way out, that refuses to put it on rookie or easy 
in words with friends and Scrabble, anything. And that's the Miami Heat of the NBA who are locked into the one seed, which I know Dean Thomas, biggest Heat fan I know, has been locked in this year. I mean, who's your favorite Heat player? Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero. Hey, hold on now. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good I one. Only, I only know him because uh, because Tina home team has a crush on him. Really? Yeah. Does she? He has yeah. a Tyler Hero crush. Yeah. So, like, she used to always talk about him. So, like, that's the only guy I know on the heat. Well, they both look like they're 15 years old, so yeah. it makes sense. True. Yeah. It, does Jimmy Butler still play? Hell yeah. He oh. that's, that's Cap. That's Captain. Is he? All right, so yeah, all right, gonna, <laughs> I was like, right. what? That's Captain. All right. So, yeah. So, that's my favorite player because he reminds me of um, Jamie Foxx. When he when he looks like the when he did that Wanda character. Okay, I was about to say yeah yeah, yeah with, <laughs> with the scruffy yeah the yeah. hair. Okay, I, I can see that a little bit. But no, so the Heat after we got the nice Heat analysis there are in the one seed. They're not running from the smoke. The Nets are potentially going to be an eight seed or a seven seed depending on what happens Tuesday night when the NBA does its play-in game Nets versus Cavs. So it's likely going to be the Nets or the Cavs that the Heat have um, in the first round. But again. Home court through the NBA playoffs, or at least through the eastern side. We have to see who comes out of the west. The Heat have a good shot at this. Stone, um, you've been watching bad basketball yeah. all year long. Are you Number one, are you glad that the Lakers' bad basketball run is over because the season's done? And number two, how, how uh, lofty are your expectations of the Heat? And don't say anything soft like, I just hope they make the cut. Right. No, I won't. I got you. I'm so glad that the Lakers are not jogging out on the court anymore. I'm so glad I don't have to get put through that misery yeah. again. But I am I'm happy for you. I am excited for the Heat. The East, man, is brutal, and there's a lot of contenders. I do have lofty expectations because they're going to either get Atlanta, Cleveland, or Charlotte in yeah. the first round. We're 29-12 and 12 at home, so they're going to handle business at home. But the East, man, there's a lot of surging teams. I think Boston is scary right now. I don't know. They're when. not running from the smoke either. They want the Nets. Yeah, they do. They, they went. Do. They climbed into the two seed, mm-hmm. and in the locker room, I believe it was Jalen Brown. Uh, he was saying like, "We don't care who we play. We're knocking them all out." Like they want to see Brooklyn. They want Brooklyn to win that playing game. Yeah, and it seems like that's the truth. And and, and he's not lying because of the way they're playing. Yeah, I, I think they've scored the most points in the past ten games com- combined out of anybody in the NBA, and and, and they're locking people up. But I don't. Stone know. has a stat for everything. Have you noticed that, Dean? I know I, he's so good. Yeah, man. like. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I'm like, how the Wizards looking? Well, you know, uh, they've scored 100 points in six straight games, and their coach, like when their coach does 10 push-ups in the locker room, and I'm like, Stone, what are you? He has he spends no time with family. You have a girlfriend, right? Like he's spending yes. no time with does her. She, just does she watch sports. sports with you? Yeah, she does. She okay. does. But but for me, I, I need to build the storyline up for her. If there's nothing there and there's no motive for it, right? She's not interested. Sure, I'm sure she's yeah, because like she's probably in, in the in the drama. Oh, she's into the, the drama. drama. So so. For an example, we were watching the fights this weekend, and there were a few sleepers before. But when Mackenzie Dern came on, she, I was me, me and my buddy were, were hyping Mackenzie Dern up, and, and she was able to follow that and realize that you know she's an American Brazilian and, and was speaking very fluently and mm-hmm. you know where she came from and stuff. But there's always got to be a motive to yeah. watch to watch these games for my girlfriend. But she tunes in, man, and, and and she loves it just just as much as I do. I hope so because that's all you do, so you yeah. she has no option, honestly, well, for sure. But I, th- speaking of the, back East, to the heat, yeah, back to the heat. There's so many con- contenders, legitimate contenders. Like Milwaukee is scary. Oh and, and man, they haven't gone anywhere. Like 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 they are one of those boring teams that doesn't get as much love, just like the Heat. But I mean, they're scary. Boston's scary. Brooklyn's very scary, no matter what Ken Livica says. I mean, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 Ken can't even are- rebut now because he's he's gone. <laughs> ha ha, Ken. You can't even say anything. Philly. I mean, you're a Philly hater. Yeah. Don't sleep on Philly. I'm they, sleep. No, they have, no, no, no. They, they have a first-round matchup with Toronto, which is scary. Toronto is very scary, but I like Philly as well, man. Well, well, one thing about that, Matisse Thybul, 
is what? he going to be fully is he fully vaccinated? What's the update on that? Because if Matisse Thibault can't play in that game in that series against Toronto, at least on the road, uh, that could be a little tough. Right, that was the guy who's going to guard the the best offensive player they have. But who is that for Toronto? I don't I don't know. If Toronto they're... just has so many guys right. though. They have so many guys, and they like I'm I'm afraid for Philly because James Harden in the playoffs a bit iffy. Yeah, since he signed with Philly, he there's another stat for you. Since he signed with Philly, he has not had a forty point game. But guess who did last night? Oladipo. Oh, Oladipo. Oh, Depot. Mm-hmm. He went for a forty piece yes, last sir. night. James Harden has not in three months. He hasn't in three months, and that's the thing. I, I just I think Philly is one of the biggest at risk for upset teams in fraud. the first round. The fraud. Philly is a fraud. A lot, a fraud. I would say I would say that the the you know what the everyone's saying they're frauds. Yeah. Like, that, that is the notion, the, the the narrative that's going right now. Because yesterday, my son asked me who did I think was going to the NBA. Uh oh, do not tell me he said Philly. I said Philly <laughs> and San Antonio. Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would you say that? Well, because I because he knows I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> You're misleading the sports. I know, up. but but he knows he knows he watches basketball. Okay, so he and knows. I think he was just you know seeing like my dumb take on it. You know, San Antonio's like in the play-in, right? Are they? Uh, did they even make the play-in? No, they're in the play-in. They're in the play-in. And if they do win the the two playing games they have, they'll. Play the number one team in the I NBA. Couldn't, and I that's couldn't the tell you one. I couldn't tell you one player on San Antonio. Dejounte Murray, baby. Mm-hmm. I never. I before you said that, I never heard that name. Yeah, <laughs> I never even heard oh, that name. You know before. what? Pirtle. Pirtle's on the Spurs. Yeah. Oh, is he? Well, yeah. I, and I heard that name only because you referred it to Wordle. Yeah. So we got two Spurs. Yeah. Miami Hurricane Lonnie Walker. I mean, they got some guys. Lonnie Walker. Lonnie yeah. Walker. He's oh, he's from uh, Reading, PA. Probably is. Yeah, he went to Reading, uh, Reading High School. Is he? There I know you that, go. Yeah. How do you know Lonnie Walker? <laughs> What the hell was that? I tr- listen. I have like Is random, that- random because I know I know my people from from Reading, PA. Yeah, and they talk about Lonnie Walker a lot. I want to look this up now. If it's not true, Redding don't PA. expose him, Theo. No, I'm just, just, just just run with it. Oh was my a goodness, Redding. he Lonnie is. Lonnie Walker is from Reading, PA. <laughs> I mean, you just, have you seen the hair? He doesn't have it anymore, but yeah, he chopped it off. He used to have this uh this hairdo right here. And That's- he's on, he's on San Antonio. He's yes, on the Spurs. They probably made him cut it. Oh man, look at that hair! Yeah, the hair he was needs, different. He, back definitely, in the day. he definitely needs to cut that. He's a Miami he boy, it. or was? He yeah, he played for Miami. Yes, sir. Uh, dang. Okay, well, Dean Thomas. Come like, on, man. Listen, I'm on. Listen, I'm on this show for a reason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, and that's the real out uh, incorrect sports. Fact. Reasons unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was the most, you know what, I think we could just end every, the show listen, right now. Every, every once in a while, I throw out a, like a legit stat, man. Like, I don't know <laughs> oh. how I know it, how I remember it, but like. That's the one thing I know, Lonnie Walker you, from Reading, PA. You went from knowing nothing about the Spurs and picking them to go to the finals to knowing that Lonnie Walker is from Reading, PA. Impressive yep. stuff. And man, I'm telling yeah. you, I got it. He's a different dude. Um, no, I want to go back to that uh, to the Heat. So I think the better way to phrase this first-round setup of the East is as the Miami Heat have, I guess, technically four options or three options of who they will play in the first round, mm-hmm. who would you most likely – I know, Stone, you're a Heat hater. So I'm calling yeah. out to the Heat fans, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. As a Heat fan, as somebody that wants to see the culture continue to rise to the top and get to the finals and play whoever comes out of the West, who do you want to see in the first-round matchup? Your options are the Nets, the Cavs, and I believe the Hornets, right? Yeah, the Hornets or the Hawks. Or the Hawks, yeah. the Nets, Cavs, Hornets, Hawks. Who would you most want to see the Heat play in the first round. For me, I would like to see the Nets. 
Really? I'm going out on a – I would like to see the Nets in the first round for the you Heat. You would want to see them sweat and have to grind through a series because then you're awake and yeah. then you know what to expect. There's probably the highest level of talent on a team you'll see going forward. Exactly. You play the Nets in the first round and you get over that hump. Yeah. A team like the Miami Heat, who at the end of the day, you have to play the best teams to make it to the finals anyways. You mm-hmm. can't keep trying to avoid guys. And the Heat aren't afraid of any team. But – for guys like Max Struess, who this will be his first test in the playoffs, for real. Yeah. For guys like Victor Oladipo, who just dropped a 40 ball yesterday, those kind of guys need that confidence boost that we can do it. And I think a win over the Nets in the first round will carry Do they match up over. well against the Nets, though? They do. They do in a sense that, that Brooklyn is all offense and Miami is really good on defense. But you have Kevin Durant, you have Kyrie Irving, probably the most skilled duo the NBA has seen on the same team before. The thing, like, is, right. the thing is, too, the Nets are, and I don't like to try and, you know, they're a soft team. Yeah. They're pretty soft. They team. are. They're soft. They're a very soft team. And the Heat are about as gritty and, and tough as it mm-hmm. comes in the NBA. See, because my theory would be play them when you have some momentum. Okay. So beat a couple teams first, have some momentum, and then go against the best team. That's a and that's a that's a smart way to go about it with any typical NBA team. But I think because of the way that the Heat's centerpiece is built around Jimmy, around Bam, around Kyle Lowry, around PJ Tucker, they want to smoke now. They, they want to, they want to now. Huh? Yeah, and they want to wake some of these young guys up. Some of these guys that need a confidence boost. Even Duncan Robinson, mm-hmm. who's gotten relegated to the bench. I think could use a confidence boost in getting big buckets against a good team. Because if you play the Cavs, you're expected to win. You probably end up sweeping them. Yeah. It does nothing for your momentum, really, because it's just like, all right, we, we did what we did. Because they were supposed to do. to do that anyway, right? Exactly. But if the Heat are questioned, because if the Heat get that matchup 1-8 against the Nets, there's going to be a lot of analysts, not a lot, but enough, that pick the Nets. There's going to be a lot of talk around the Nets. Might be able to surprise them. The Nets might even come into Miami and win game one mm-hmm. and put the pressure on. Yeah, no, and a, I would love to see the Heat bounce back, get over the Nets, and then have that kind of momentum. That's a really good call. And, and, Dean, I guess another rebuttal to having the momentum before you play a team like Brooklyn would be that I don't think you want Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to get momentum themselves. You want right, to hit them, right. you want yeah, to hit them in the mouth early. Right. I, I get you. I because get if KD is in rhythm and, and he is, is the most confident and he's the most the best player in the world probably at the moment, that's not who you want. Yeah, that's true. That is a great point, too. That, and I didn't even think about it on that angle because – with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, right now, it's not going excellently. Yeah. It's oh, they're not, not really playing out that great? They're not clicking as much. Like, they, they bounced back, and they were able to solidify themselves as the seven so they can, you know, they, they played well, but not like it would be if they go into a first round against the Celtics. Like, hypothetically, if the Nets beat the Celtics in a series where everybody's going to pick the Celtics and Kyrie balls out, KD balls out as mm-hmm. expected, and then they roll into that matchup against whoever wins out of the 3-6, yeah. which is an easy one. Because think about it, 3-6 right now is, what, Sixers-Raptors. 3-6 no, is Milwaukee and Chicago. Oh, that's Milwaukee-Chicago, you're right. Yeah, 4-5 four, four, five five is, is Philly and Toronto. 4-5 yes. is Philly-Toronto. Okay, so okay, so then you would get a bucks nets series, most likely. Mm. And if the Nets beat the Bucks after last year, what happened? Yeah. And Kyrie and KD have that kind of momentum going into the Eastern Conference Championship. That's scary. That would be a tough team for Miami to try to get over because they're rolling. But and, they, and plus, ain't Kyrie uh, partaking in Ramadan? 
Yeah, he is. Kind of oh, want to catch a guy. Is. Like, I yeah. always, I always felt like that. It's got to be hard for athletes because I know a lot of fighters that do it. I'm always thinking, like, it's got to be really difficult. Like, if you want to kind of catch a guy, yeah. like, during Ramadan when he can't eat. You know it's kind like, of messed up. No, it's, it's not. No, it's, it's true. true. It's 100% it's true. true. Like, you want to try to catch him when he's when he's a little, you know, probably not at his best, yeah. don't have the best fuel in him. But then right. you're coming into that game hungry. No, no you, yeah, but then, yeah, Literally but, you, but late, but, you know, you just make him run a lot. You know what I'm saying? Get him going up and down that court. He, man, he's going to be depleted. He might be. And Kyrie's body has has, has failed him a few times in the playoffs um, in, in, in the pre- previous seasons. He hasn't been that great at staying healthy. And also, he hasn't even been playing as well as he was back when he was taking weeks off because of he wasn't vaccinated. So the Nets team isn't as scary as people have made it out to be. I would love to see the Heat beat that quote-unquote scary team in the first round, have that confidence, have that momentum, go into that 4-5 matchup. You're going to get the Sixers or the Raptors. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's I mean, that's a breeze by to me, either one of those series. And then you go into the Eastern Conference Finals with a Nets, you know, trophy on your wall, a Sixers trophy on your wall, and then you get to take on whoever comes out of that bottom half, which is likely the Bucks. And you got the confidence, and you got PJ Tucker, and you got Kyle Lowry. Like it's a different look heat team from last year when we lost to the Bucks. And to be honest, and I've been seeing this narrative and I, I can't agree with him more, but the Heat were kind of built for the postseason. And, uh, and they didn't play a lot of the Jimmy Butler. And they got the one seed. And they got the one seed, right? How? And that's the craziest thing. And I, and I saw a stat of how many games, you know, the boys missed this year. And it was a lot. It, 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 it was over 80. Yeah, it was over 80. That Jimmy Butler and, uh, and Bam, Bam Adebayo. Kyle Lowry. They all missed all these games. They're kind of built for the playoffs. You know, rest easy. We're going to get into the playoffs. And, yeah. no, they're the number one seed with the most wins. They got the most wins. They have the best coach in the East. Maybe the best coach in the NBA, depending on where you want to put Greg Popovich. But that doesn't matter for this discussion because even though Dean has the Spurs making the finals, you know, they're in the playing game in the West. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just really love what the Heat have built. I would say right now, confidently, I'd love to see the Nets in the first round against the Miami Heat, and I'd pick the Heat all day. Yeah, so here it is. The Miami Heat finished the season with a 53-29 and record. Butler missed 25 game. Ban missed 26, Lowry missed 20, Hero missed 16, yet they're first in the East. And Eric Spolster probably will get maybe one or two Coach of the Year votes, which, again, it's one of those years. And the Coach of the Year uh, you know, award is a narrative-driven award and all of that, but for him to have that team number one in the East playing guys like Yurtsevin, guys like Caleb Martin, guys like, I mean, literally picking up D-League guy, or G-League guys and turning them into good NBA rotational players the Heat have done it again, but you know what? What's new? What's the shocker there? Uh, we come back in just a little bit. We're going to take a break here, and we're going to talk a little bit more about what happened over the weekend in UFC 273 because literally I'm sitting here prepared to do all this Masters talk. Dean walks in, Stone's sitting here, and they are just glowing talking about what a weekend it was in Jacksonville. So I want to touch more on what it really means coming out of UFC 273. For Dean Thomas, I'm Theo Dorsey. Stone, we're live on ESPN 106.3. We'll be right back. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Well, 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 here we are. I mean, the Monday after the Masters, great, great Masters tournament. Uh, Congrats to Scotty Scheffler. It was great to see Tiger Woods get back out there and compete. 
He got clapped in on on 18 or clapped off or however you want to word it. But he got an ovation. He got an ovation, um, even though he was like 23 shots back of the leader and the champion, <laughs> um, Scotty Scheffler. But hey, you know, participation trophy. I love Tiger Woods. I'm happy to see him back in the game of golf. Huge weekend at Augusta National. Also a huge weekend in Duval, which Dean Thomas, how in the world were you in Jacksonville from what, Thursday through Sunday? And never yell Duval. Because I'm an adult. That's how. <laughs> I am a, I am a complete adult. I'm a grown man, dog. What? I'm a grown man. So, I don't do that stuff. So there's there's a few different things that are regional that I just love. Like I love, 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 love in Michigan. Everybody says, What up, dope? And I, I love that. Like whenever I see anybody remotely from Michigan, you could be from Chicago. I'll be like, that's close enough. What up, dope? Like my favorite call out. Um New York's probably a what's bracket. A lot, a lot of the time. Well, some of that, you get a lot of Wagwan. Wagwan brethren. Because a lot of Jamaican flavor out there. You know, have you ever heard Wagwan? I love that. Nobody? No. Okay, I've never cool. heard that either. Wagwan yeah. brethren. Okay, whatever. We'll get to that. But also, <laughs> I was, so, I, like about 10 years ago, I had a family reunion in Alabama. Don't ask me why. We're not from there at all. And I walked into Best Buy with my family, and I just, I couldn't help myself. I yelled out, roll tie. And I got a call back. I got a few calls. Did you really? In Best Buy of people yelling it back at me. And I was like, wow, this is infectious. I get why you do it. In Jacksonville, which I've never been to, I've always wanted to go to Jacksonville, just yell out Duval and see how many people join in with me. It looks fun. Dean, you were there for like four days because of UFC 273. You missed your opportunity. I missed my opportunity. I've done it before, actually. So you I'm said, not. But when I, was, when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, it was like trying to be a part of the crowd, you know, oh, yeah. this is what everybody's doing. But now I'm a grown man. I'm a, oh, you know, I got all this gray in my hair, man. Like, I can't be yelling Duval like a little jitterbug. Yeah, there was a lot of Duvals in the crowd Saturday. Yeah. But Dean's got his headphones on. Yeah, I got my headphones on. And he's on. dialed in on the I'm fight. dialed in, man. I'm focused. I'm ready to go. I'm so you've just, never, so you didn't hear any Duvals? If a, you heard it, would you have joined in? No. Even if I didn't, I wouldn't have joined in, no. Who <laughs> got caught on camera? Duval. <laughs> Stone. <laughs> Did you join in from your TV screen? Yeah, yeah, once. Yeah. One, like once or <laughs> twice until like, you know, my girlfriend didn't realize what was going on and a couple of my buddies who like UFC, just, we like under their breath, Duval. Like it was cool. <laughs> it was, like on the side of It's infectious, dude. Like, yeah. It is such a fun call out. I don't know why, I guess like, because it's like Duval County, right? I guess yes, Jacksonville's yes. area. Yeah. So I don't know who came up with Duval. Uh, if you do know, 888-760-3776, let me know. Who came up with the Duval chant and also easily a top five chant from any region? Yeah, no know? doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's pretty pretty recognized. Yeah, I love it. Everybody knows that. I love it. Okay, so. I, I think it became popular when Jalen Ramsey really yeah. started putting his name on it. Yeah, I when, feel like people picked it up after him. That's when it started to get more national because the problem with Jacksonville is it's 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 a, it's Jacksonville. So, <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs> so it's not a lot of like so long, so big too, man. Like God, that's what she said. But it's not a lot of <laughs> of um stuff coming out of Jacksonville. But when when the Jaguars made that cha- AFC Championship run, they yeah. made it to the AFC Championship game, and Jalen Ramsey was on top of the map. He was yelling out Duval, and that's when it started to catch on, and people realized what was going on. For sure. And it's happened more and more here and there. And then UFC 273 gave another platform for Duval, but I guess it really wasn't about the chant. I, I did want to ask y'all about actually what happened in the octagon. I got no clue about this. How UFC is this stuff. possible? I don't understand. Like, how is it? Because <laughs> me and Stone was just talking about this, like, on the break. It, 
like to me, like I don't know, like I'm engulfed into this MMA world, so like that, like everything revolves around that, like everything, everything that I do kind of revolves around yeah. it, like like my Twitter timeline, like everything. Well, so I'm always and I'm always thinking like the world is like that. So and now like working with ESPN, like they're talking to me about it. I mean, it's just like everything. And like when I see people that don't know anything about, it, I'm like. What planet are you from? <laughs> well, you got to understand, you eat, breathe, drink it, of course. Like, uh, you, everybody doesn't do that. Also, I told y'all, like, you know, my main job, which is for WPTV News Channel 5 and WFLX Fox 29, which you can catch me Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Um, I'm a sports anchor, a local sports anchor. I have to be on TV Friday nights, Saturday nights, Sunday nights. So I don't, mi- I don't, I don't get a chance to really watch a lot of those main draw fights. Um, I'm on TV until about midnight on Saturday. You got to take a page out of my book. You got to have it going on the phone, and if anybody tells you to turn it off, you say no. I need to be ready for my show on Monday. Ah. Dean's coming on. See, but the problem—that's what have, I use. That's a great. That's a great excuse. The problem I have is I don't think the folks at WPTV care that I have to do a radio show just as much as the folks here at ESPN Radio don't care that I have to do a TV <laughs> show. So like, y'all are like, how are you not wrapped up in UFC? I'm like, well, I got to be on TV. And if I try to get wrapped up in the UFC stuff, they'll be like, hey, we don't give a damn. Talk about sports here for us. You know, like, it's yeah, hard. Listen, I get that, man. And I'm sensitive to that, too, man, yeah. because I do so many different jobs. Like, if I know that you have to do something over there, I'll be like, yo, I'll cover for you here. Yeah. But, but you're right, man. Like, they, like, people don't care. <laughs> they don't, they don't care. care, man. Like, and, like, Josh Cohen does that to Tina all the time. Like, if Tina's got something going on, I'm like, hey, go do it. I, I, you know, we can cover. Don't worry. Yeah. But Josh, like, no, we're, we're Mars, my show. And right? Like, Yo, what are you talking about? Nobody got stuff to do. Nobody busy. Nobody's courteous. No, or man. Cares. It's like no one cares that like you got other stuff. Yeah, they're just like, no, I need you to do this for me now. So it's like it's hard to be able to do everything. For me, and you guys asked earlier how I'm able to watch so many sports. I think sports are king and alpha due to the fact that it brings athletes and brings the members of the team to the highest peak of their entire life yeah like i think viewing somebody reach the peak of their craft and what they do is must see tv no matter what it is and the ufc does such a good job at building these storylines of guys who came from nothing to something guys who didn't make any money and are about to make two million dollars like that alone would make me interested enough to tune in and yeah. UFC, Dana White, does such a good job of like bringing guys to the forefront that were just sitting in the back but have worked their ass off their entire life. And like Dean mentioned earlier as well, it's life or death. Yeah. Like, that's so interesting. Like, and, and sometimes I cringe watching these guys just throw blows to each other's faces, but, but it is life or death. That, that, that's, that's all they know. That's how they grew up. So UFC, it has my attention because it is just extreme. Yeah. But it's not only just like life or death inside the octagon for that moment, but it's life or death for them like for their life, like this is their, their career, their, their yeah. livelihood. Because like we're talking about guys who most of them don't have like maybe the best education. Mm. Some of them don't have the best education. Like and you when you were I'm yeah, like, <laughs> for me definitely like <laughs> not. I mean for real, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no doubt. Like listen, like if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, like I don't know what I I don't have any like like serviceable skills. Like I I don't have a deg- I don't have like a degree yeah. in this or a degree in that. So like and that's what a lot of these fighters. That's why they struggle when they retire because. The best years of their life in their twenties, they spend in the gym training mm. to fight. So, like their life is really dependent on their success inside of the octagon. So it is kind of life or death. And when you watch the fights, when those stakes are are on there, man, it's really you can kind of see that passion. You can see that in them. And like these guys, and like every fight to me is like a big deal. Sometimes yeah. it's a big moment. And Saturday night, you saw a lot of those moments. Especially with 
Hamzat Chamayev because according to Twitter, he was at the, the night before the day of, he was trending eight times more than the main event was. Oh, he wasn't the main draw. No, he was. He was. He was. He was the main. He was the main draw. He was the main draw, but he wasn't the main event. He was two fights back. He was two. Yeah, he was two fights back. It was two title fights. It was two title fights. But he was the main draw. Yeah, and and everybody was watching to see how they would do because he had four fights before, and in four fights he'd only been punched twice. What? Mm -hmm. He had the differential between his strikes and the times he'd been hit was. Two hundred and fifty four to two. Oh no, no, no. Who who signed up to fight this guy? Gilbert Burns, which make this which makes this interesting. We have sound from Dana White talking yeah. about it. Post fight. Yeah, so that, put this on. He just beat the number two welterweight in the world in the UFC with a couple of fights in the UFC. If you don't think he's the real deal, you're out of your mind. Yeah, he's human, you know, and and, and funny. You know, Till keeps telling me, you know, this this guy never gets tired. This guy never ever runs out of energy. He never never. But you there's you can't train in the gym for what happened tonight. You can't. I'm sure this week, leading up to this week, uh, you know, he's had a lot of ton of pressure on him. Uh, a lot of anxiety. Probably uh, who knows how well he slept last night. You know, all the things that go into the buzz and energy. And then I'm sure there was a huge adrenaline dump. After that first round, so you, this you can't train for, and and you either make it through it or you don't. So that was what Dana White. Yeah, that's Dana White talking about Hamzat Chemaev. So who won the fight? Hamzat Chemaev won. Did did I mean? Gilbert but Burns it was get any blows in Oh it? my god! It was the best fight ever. It's probably going to be fight of the year. Wow! Yeah, it was an instant classic. Definitely fight of the year. Instant classic, and I mean from. From the moment, again, like he was the star. He was the guy that everybody came to see. He was a minus 500 favorite. Yeah, he was a minus 500 favorite against the number two guy in the world. What Gilbert number was Burns. 11. Gilbert Burns. He's he so was, yeah. 11. Uh, yeah, arms out. So 11. So the rankings are off. The rankings were off. He's so new. But he's new. Oh, okay. Again, like he only had four fights in the So this UFC. is like Patrick Mahomes, like second year in the league when he threw for 50 touchdowns. Yeah, quite made, literally. Yeah, okay. That, that's, a, that's a great comparison. Because yeah. that's what it is. Okay. So, and he, he fights the number two guy. The number two guy actually asked for him because he was like, yo, I, I like Dang. to compete. And everybody else was scared. Like, no one no one wanted to fight him. Yeah. Everybody else was like, nah, I don't really want to fight. I don't want to risk my ranking. But the number two guy did. was like, yo, I know if I'm, the, if I'm the number two guy, I should be able to beat him. Like, that was his yo. mindset. And as soon as that ref said fight, it looked like Gilbert Burns was the favorite, almost. Like, he was up for it big time. He, he, it, it looked like he, he, came, he came to fight, yeah. And you picked Gilbert before the fight. I picked Gilbert before the fight because – and but I wasn't 100%. I, I basically did it because of the odds. I thought the odds were unfair. So, in my way of overcorrecting what I thought the odds were, okay. I picked Gilbert. Okay. And, and you were correct in doing so. Yeah. It fully it was came, a closer it, fight. It, it, exactly. He picked it because of the odds – and. Five minutes in, it became a pick 'em. You probably like, felt any good. guys got yeah, this. Yeah, felt good. Like this is anybody's fight one round in. Yeah, and I mean talk. I mean it, it was an amazing like experience. Like for, so, Hamzat goes to the cage first. He walks in the cage first, and as Gilbert's walking into the cage, Hamzat is sitting on top of the cage waiting for him to come in. He's sitting How on high the, is the cage. It's like six feet. Okay. But the fact that like he's like I've never seen that before. It's like he's sitting with a smile on his face. Yeah, he was chilling. 
He oh, was just no. chilling, sitting there with a smile on his face. See, I would have walked right back into the tunnel. <laughs> I said, like, yo, he's, yo, this he's guy's insane. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he's insane. I forgot. What did Gilbert come out to? What song? It was It was weird. It was. A, I think it was a Brazilian song. Yeah. It, I think it was a Brazilian song. It was odd, though. Yeah. So who did the people want to win? And and uh, everybody wanted Hamza to win. So like when Brazil when a uh, Brazilian or when Gilbert Burns Gilbert, came out when yeah. when Gilbert Burns came out they booed him because like everybody was you know waiting for Hamza like yeah. every he had high high expectations because he's the man he's like he's Mahomes. the man yeah he's, he's a possible, possible megastar yeah like, they just want to see and, him I, and I'm gonna be honest like in terms of prospects and potential like I've never seen anything like it really yeah I've I mean somebody who comes from where he comes from, is as good as he is, like showed the potential that he showed. Like I've never seen nothing like it. So why is he only is he new because he's younger or did he get into the sport later he's, or what? He's he's new. He's just like, young, he's just new young guy. he's young a young new guy. And what's his when do the new rankings come out? Is he gonna be Oh he'll be ranked he'll be ranked number two now. Right. It, wow. it, it's almost a trade off. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gilbert will probably Gilbert. Won't, oh, he won't, he won't slide. He won't very slide. Far at he won't all. slide. He shouldn't slide. I mean he took no. the challenge. Five at yeah. worst maybe he'll, he'll probably go Three. <laughs> I was about to say, it, it sounds like yeah. he might be third if he was yeah. competing with he the won't, guy. He won't doesn't. slide. Like it, The fight was so good, Dana was like, I'm giving you your win money. Wow. He, yeah. Yeah, so, so both guys got the win money. Yeah. There was a, and, and the bonus. And the fight of the night bonus. So wait, whoa. Mm-hmm. whoa hold on. Yeah. So I didn't even know that. Okay, you know what? We I, we do need to take a break. I need more insight on what the heck that is because that's interesting. I, has that ever happened before? Oh, yeah. Okay, that happens. Wait, no, bro, no. Well, it, not as not as probably pronounced as it was in this fight. Right. Okay. So we'll we'll touch on some of that. We do need to take a quick break here, but I'm interested because now y'all are kind of like peaking my interest in UFC right now. I need to make sure I'm at or watching the UFC 274. More on UFC 273, which again sounds like it was a monumental event over the weekend in Duval. When we return, we're live right now on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Man, my, my microphone, speaking of respect. Hey, you ain't got no respect got with no that respect microphone. here. My microphone, that microphone is, just dropped on you. It's dropped. It's falling off. I was trying to finish out the show. I'll have to hold the mic in my hand here to finish the show out. We'll get it fixed up. Uh, no R-E-S-P-E-C-T for me as nope. I fill in for Ken LaVecca. Uh, this would never happen to Ken, right? No, it wouldn't. Ken probably did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, me sit in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Theo Dorsey here filling in for Ken Levick, who's uh, out for the day, and that gives us more time to play and have fun. We got Dean Thomas here fresh off of his trip to Duval for UFC 273. Stone Lebanowitz here um, queuing up the R-E-S-P-E-C-T right before my mic fell on me. Should I be a rapper? Was that... Was that decent? I know you do Dean's Diaries on the home Yeah, team. that was all right. You know it rhymed. Saying? Yeah, it rhymed. It was Listen, cool. if it rhymed, it rhymed. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, you know what I'm saying, how much you feeling it, though. Yeah, hey, I, I think I produced the show last week, uh, Josh Cohen home team, and Dean was two for two on his Dean Diaries. They were nasty. He's he's good. I think you're— They keep getting better every single week. He's getting better, I think. So you grew up freestyling, I assume. Yeah, I used to rap when I was like a little jitterbug. Yeah. Me too, man. We, that's just, yeah, that's I, think I think it was like part of the, you know, part of your childhood. It's like— yeah. Yeah, you have to. You got to be able to crack jokes on people. You got to be able to roast or yeah. burn or whatever you say from whatever region mm-hmm. you are, and you got to be able to freestyle as a young man growing up. Yeah. You learn yeah. those two trades. Yeah. It's almost like 
living in Florida and going to the beach for some people. Yeah. It's just like what you do. It's, it's what you do. It's, it's inherent. It's yeah. inherent. It's innate. It is um, something that, well, actually, it's more so something you have to develop for survival. Yeah. <laughs> for survival. Yeah, for survival, you have to. Yeah, yeah. like that. And then, you, so you got to learn how to trash talk. You got to be able to freestyle and you got to be able to woo girls. That's what you learn as a young kid growing up. And then you get real responsibilities and priorities. Or you're like Dean and you're willing to die in the octagon. Like, it's, it's, or it's, or you're level. like me and you just, you're able to parlay all those three things into a career. Really, though? That's yeah. true. That's true. Because <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. Going wow. Right <laughs> so I'm not, yeah. That's impressive. Think, yeah. So <laughs> going off of that, speaking of the career, you just got done with, again, UFC 273. I mean, um, I already am highly anticipated. I don't know when the next UFC – when's UFC 274 then? Is that – That is – um. In May 7th, I think. So, so they space it out a little bit, about a month or yeah, so. Yeah, but they have fight nights in between. So next week is a fight night, which is in Vegas. It's no crowd. Well, like a really small crowd inside the UFC Apex. Yeah. Which is their own uh, establishment that they built for fights. A small little place. Okay, specifically for them. That's why they go to Vegas so often. Right. Uh, what is the next time we'll see Shamanev? Chemayev? Oh, Chemayev. What about <laughs> Shamanev? <laughs> no, Chimaev. you'll probably see him, I don't know, probably this summer. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, it's going to be difficult to get him an opponent, really. So, can he do a title fight if he's number two? He could, like, but you know, they already promised it to somebody else. Uh, but he could do a title fight. Yeah. But what they're trying to do is set him up against Colby Covington. Yeah, that's I'm, what, that's I'm, I'm trying next. to find that audio for us. Yeah. So they want him to fight Covington. Is the um, you talked about Gilbert Burns before the break? I I, I kind of just want to get more of a sense for this. How unprecedented is it for Gilbert Burns, who lost the fight? But it was the fight of the night, right? Fight of the weekend. Yeah. To get the win prize money. I mean, that doesn't happen often. You know, the UFC truly, like, for most, for the most part, they honor their contracts, right? Yeah. So, like, if you sign up to fight a certain fight, they may give you an ancillary bonus if you have a good fight. Yeah. Or you might get a fight of the night bonus. But, you know, all that's, like, you know, on the wraps. Yeah. But for him, for Dana to be like, yeah, man, <laughs> he fought so well. And, yeah. I mean, because and he stepped it, up to the plate, too. Because that's what I'm saying, like. He put his ranking on the line, stepped up to, to the plate to a guy that no one wanted to fight and was like, yo, and asked for it. He yeah. asked for the fight. Yeah. And, you got to respect that. Yeah. And and he gave him that type of fight. Like, you got to give him something. So in, in, in that, is that a is that like a $200,000 difference? Is it like? I don't know. Like, I don't know what his deal is, but yeah. because he's got some tenure in the UFC, I'm sure he's getting paid a pretty good amount of money. Yeah, that's pretty solid. You know, so, like, that's the thing is, like, people often, like, they criticize the UFC pay. Yeah. But if you have tenure, you're going to get some money. I have a question too because we talked. I talked. We talked earlier about how you said you wouldn't want to be applauded um, after you got knocked out, right? And we talked about how they applauded Tiger Woods, uh, 18th hole of the Masters, after he putted it in to go to what 13 over mm -hmm. and lose by 23 strokes. It actually was a bogey that he was putting. Oh, he he bogeyed. Yeah. Okay, so a bogey <laughs> putt. He got he got a round of applause for a bogey putt um, on the final day of a tournament. He's won five times. Ultimate competitor myself when I ran the 1600 and I got clapped in as the last place finisher. So Dean, I, now that there's money involved, if you're in Gilbert Burns' shoes, is it a little kind of, is it like, how do you feel about getting that win bonus even though you lost? No, nah, you, you, you don't want that because like for him, like he's, pr he was proud of his performance. Like he okay. was, he wasn't mad at his performance because a lot, some people even thought he won. Wow. Yeah. Right. At least he deserved. Yeah. Oh, it some like, people, yeah. It was a decision then. Yeah. It was a decision. Some oh, people even okay. thought that he won. So like, he was. I think he was pretty happy with his performance. Yeah, there was a moment, Theo. As soon as the fight ended, like they didn't even they didn't even get off each other. And as soon as that last bell rung, 
it, it was insane. It, it, it reminded me of the movie like 300. Like mm. they, they headbutt like that. Now it was a handshake and then it was a headbutt. And I'm, this headbutt was not like an, a, an easy headbutt. Like they headbutted each other and then Hamzat punched him in the chest. But it was like, 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 yeah, it was, it was, it was, like, like, it was like respect, man. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen because if somebody had butted me that hard, I, I would have been knocked out. But then they kept hugging. And when they tried to split them up, they were like, no, let us love each other up because they had literally just gone to battle. Gilbert Burns was split blood all over his face. But literally these dudes almost were ready to take each other to the death. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not a really confident and cocky guy. And all he could do when Joe Rogan came and put the mic in his mouth was show love to Gilbert Burns and said that kid's got the most heart and that was the craziest fight I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's something about like when you watch two guys fight and this is what I was spoke about earlier is it they were getting cracked, clean in the face and then just waving each other on. Like, yeah, like, right bah! after the blows, And then it, yeah. Yeah, and it would just go, come on, bring more, mm. bring more. I mean, it was there's something very primitive and animalistic about that. Yeah. But it's so but I think that really for me, it really Kind of, uh, I mean, I, I can, I can feel that. It's thrilling. You know I'm saying, yeah, I can feel it. I feed off that. Yeah. Have and, you ever, ever after a fight had like a show? I mean, obviously you got to respect your opponent after fights, but have you ever had a moment like that with a fighter? You never got headbutted after a fight. No, I. In fact, I, I fought a guy and I broke his foot in the fight, mm. and he couldn't walk, and I carried him out of the really of the cage, and I carried him to the back. So wait, like this, like like a wedding awesome. carry, like a wedding carry. Yeah, but was this at like what round was it? Like at what point? I think I broke his, I think I broke his foot in like the second round. I kept kicking him in the leg and I broke his foot and you know he couldn't continue so he had to stop and he couldn't walk so I just carried him out. Why the didn't game. this trainer step in? What? Yeah, I mean it's tough. So the main event um <laughs> the main event when we talked about earlier about how Volkanovski was just pummeling this one guy, when they stepped into the ring in the fourth round when the fight should have been stopped, Volkanovski said, "Mid-fight, are you sure you want to keep going? Yeah. Like, are you sure, buddy? Are you sure?" And then when he knocked him out like he wanted the fight called as well. So there was mutual respect yeah, in there. It's love. Yeah, it's, it's love. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, at the end of the day, it is also a payday for both guys. And yeah. also it's, it's, it's competition, so you got to respect it. So that's what's up, though, man. But, but for you, you carried that guy out, mm -hmm. and he was cool with it. He was, yeah, for sure. The only time it wasn't love, and that was, you know, uh, situations where, like, Conor McGregor and uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, that was not love. Yeah. So, like, they fought afterwards. And then Colby Covington and Masvidal. Yeah, but that's because they got really disrespectful before the fights, yeah. too, in those. Okay. So we learned a lot about UFC 273, and we also have Tiger back. What a weekend in sports. More to come in the same gang. Us three right back again tomorrow. We were live on Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.